0: On, on this, this episode. episode of JR the P. Now, first of all, I've been podcasting for many a year now, all right? And never, never in all my years of podcasting have I experienced such a disrespect, disregard for my craft and my talent and my efforts, all right? I bust my ass, I put my ass on the line every fucking couple of days or whatever, weeks or months and whenever I remember to, you know? So I would be putting my ass on the line semi-regularly and... Regularly enough, putting my ass on the line to entertain motherfuckers like you. Now, not the good eggs. Not the good eggs I'm yelling at here. I'm talking about these play hating freaks who wanted to comment and trash my fucking video. Club Shay Shay, uh, what was it? D-Ray, Dave and D-Ray on stage catfight, trash in my videos. Never in my podcasting history have I experienced such disrespect and disregard for my efforts and craft. At the podcasting game. I found a. Condom wrapper. On the bus. (laughs) Gives you the willies. I saw a condom wrapper. On the bus. You know. I am an actor. Extraordinaire. That's been to the bone ladies and gentlemen. Damn proud of it. You know what I mean. And uh. I recently, um, did something in my career that was a long time coming. Shut up! Charlie Chicken, would you knock it off? Charlie Chicken! Knock it off, buddy! I can't take this chicken with me anywhere. Wagwan! What's happening, ladies and gents? It's your old Chuckle Buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent February 3rd in the year of our Lord, 2024. Welcome and bienvenue to Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast. Uh. Shut up! Charlie Chicken, would you knock it off? (coughs) Charlie Chicken! Knock it off, buddy! I can't take this chicken with me anywhere. All right, Charlie Chicken, off you go. (coughs) They grow up so fast. If you're new to the show, Jonathan Ramchand, the podcast, that is, this is a show where I gob-gab, squawk, and blab about myself in order to relate to y'all self. Y'all the dear listener. Y'all the dear viewer. Shared experiences, kindred souls, BFFs forever. Yeah, best friends forever, folks. Um, I encourage you, put me in your will. You know, my show is quite meaningful introspective. I talk current events, politics, my own personal trials and tribulations through performing life in general. And, you know, feel free to put me in your will if the show is touching and meaningful to you. A lot of people consider it. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, YouTube, clips available on Rumble, my own website, Jonathan pronounced janathan janathan janathan-ramcharan.com and as always folks if you're enjoying the show getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles please would you help my black ass out already share me with a friend sharing's caring folks you know it truly is and that's how you know I'm telling the truth politician thumb you know it truly is Sharing is caring for this economy. What's new and vibrant and happening in my world? I found a condom wrapper on the bus. (laughs) Gives you the willies. I saw a condom wrapper on the bus. You know? So there I am, I'm on the TTC, the Toronto Transit Commission, I'm on the bus, minding my own business. I walk to the back, I go to sit down, plunk, plunk myself down, I'll look down at the ground. Condom wrapper! Ew! I leapt up, right? I'm like, ah! I, I jumped up out of my chair, right? I was like, huh? right? And I was like, oh condom wrapper on the ground, ew, disgusting, right, and, um, you know, I'm just, ugh, I fled, I fled the scene, right, I got off, and I, and I went to the front of the bus, <sighs> you know, you're a little shook up after, you know, it's kind of gross, I'm like, oh, did I get some, you know, some stray DNA, some random DNA on my, ugh, ugh. gives you the willies, I don't even want to think about it. Now, I guess a lot of people, you know, in Toronto, Canada, it's a pastime of the homeless, the mental, and the misbehaved to just cruise bus lines, subway lines, randomly all day, some sleep, some eat, some fight, some fuss, some fuck, apparently. Gives you the willies, you know, see a used, um, like a, to see a condom wrapper, But in all fairness to these depraved derelicts, in all fairness, it was just the rapper. It was just the rapper in all fairness, because, you know, I guess it is quite decent. Quite decent. I guess they cleaned up the mess. I guess they cleaned up the, you know, the hard evidence. No pun intended. They cleaned up the hard evidence of the crime. They... The rubber was gone. The actual condom was gone. Just the wrapper was left, right? Probably stuck to some poor bastard's shoe or maybe some kid's backpack. You know, got, you know, ugh, used condom, gets stuck to some poor kid's backpack. You know, he goes to school.
1: Billy, did you do your homework? One second, Mrs. Johnson. It's in my backpack. Let me just... Ah! You know? There's a condom on my backpack!
0: Ah! Somebody was doing some homework. You know? (laughs) Gives you the willies. You know? That's the state of affairs of the world. You know what I mean? And it's not that much of a noggin-scratcher. I ain't no saint. You know, I... You know, I don't want to get too far into it. Um, All you gotta do is dip back... Dip back into the lexicon of Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast, and... You can hear about some of my adventures, you know, starting from episode one. Um, this is episode 248. So I get into some of my trials and tribulations. I ain't exactly no saint, but um, that's the state of affairs of this world, you know, people fucking on buses, Ooh, you know, but after I fled the crime scene, I was sitting at the front of the bus. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Jonathan Ramchand, the podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. I got to cover this story, you know? Breaking news. Condom wrapper found on bus floor. I have to cover the story, right? So I get out my cell phone, you know, I grab my cell phone and I I hoof it back to the to the scene of the crime. And you know, I'm I'm like I'm trying to take a picture, right? I'm trying to take a picture like trying to take a picture of the the condom wrapper, you know, just for evidence for, you know, to you know share with y'all here on Jonathan Ramtran the podcast so like the bus is bouncing around and I'm bouncing around and I'm you know I'm I'm trying to like you know I'm a dedicated podcaster I'm a dedicated up-and-coming filmmaker you know I'll, I'll go through I'll sweat it I'll sweat it all the way I'll go through hell and back to get the coverage to get the footage right so there I am I'm bouncing around on the bus back of a bus trying to take a picture of a used condom wrapper right I'm just like whoa right you know you know, the things you do for, um, you know, your art, you know, and the whole time there was this like black chick, you know, she was like a middle-aged black chick and she's on her cell phone she's looking and
1: things like that. I mean, I'll just be on my way to work, girl, and, them things, and
0: I don't know what some some guys be taking pictures of some ting on the bus. I don't know what this guy, he's got his phone out and he's messing around in the back of the bus and, you know, this black chick i mean, i guess i was kind of annoying everybody on the bus because you know i'm because i was not going to sit back down in the seat no way jose so like I, I was taking up like five seats bent over trying to like take a picture of this condom wrapper and people are trying to sit down i'm like hey, back off back off there's a used condom i want to take a picture and like people are like what the fuck we need to sit down i'm like back off buddy i'm taking a picture of a used condom all right back off so i'm, I'm trying to take a picture and People are trying to sit down, and like I said, that black chick's like, what's this guy be doing? This dude be taking, what's this guy over there with his cell phone? He be taking cell phone pictures, selfie pictures. What's this boy doing? What, what? You know, it's like, hey, look, bitch. Look, honey, all right? I'm taking a picture of a used condom, and, you know, if maybe your problem is you could use a used condom in your life, girl. You know? You know? your old weather mat. You know, you old bitty. She could probably use a used condom in her life, you know? What's this boy be doing taking pictures of used condoms? Ah, mind your own beeswax, all right? I'm taking pictures of used condoms. What's it to you? Anyway, I got the footage. So, uh, that's my little uh, misadventure with used condoms on public transit, you know? Kind of a nasty state of affairs, but hey, you know... God bless the brave. It probably ain't too easy fucking on a bus. So, God bless the brave. Moving right along here. um, Dave Chappelle. D. Ray Davis. They. They got into a cat fight. They got into a cat fight on stage in regards to
1: the Cat Williams interview on Club Shay Shay podcast, you know. Yo, Joe Rogan don't want me on his podcast. He don't want me on there. He be putting on the same six niggas that ain't ever been funny, you know. I've been reading books since I was three years old. Reading 3,000 books a year. I've been pimping since pimping Been pimping. <laughs>
0: good old cat, you know. Um, Dave Chappelle and D-Ray Davis, you know, they got into a bit of a kerfuffle in regards to the Club Shay Shay viral podcast with um, Cat Williams.
2: Oh my God. I I love everybody, but I love Cat Williams more than a lot of people. And that thing is Wild. And Wreck TV. Alright, alright. I'm at war with the Illuminati too. But what part of the war is ethering Cedric the Entertainer? I'm going to dismantle the Illuminati. But I'm going to start with Cedric the Entertainer. And Wreck TV. Cedric the good dude. He old his fat. Thinking, oh, and break TV. Steve Harvey doesn't even do this anymore. <laughs> Angels, hey, lady, you tweet. Don't tell anybody what I'm saying. This bitch likes like she's tweeting LA time. Cat Williams be the Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Everybody put your phones down. Let's just have a good time. He said, what? No, D-Ray, you know why? Because Marlon Wayans called me and told me, you said what Cat did was good for comedy. No, it's not. And wreck. cheap am 50. Yes, it was. No, it's it was not. good
3: for culture of comedy. No, because he did it. He shot a lot of lights regardless of what motherfucker, he shot a lot of lights all comedy when shit was born. Motherfuckers out here bored, in the motherfucker, he made it basketball again. It's Competitive. Yeah.
2: You, you want, can we get, one to be going 2,000? No, shut up, nigga, because <laughs> you, know why, you know why I disagree? Because I put a special out the same day, and it was fine. <laughs> and this nigga had not come out, I had read 3,000 books by the time it was seven years old. So, what the fuck are you talking about, man? We're money. Where's the money in that? Where is the money in that? And
3: wreck yeah,
2: TV. Nigga, right. that sounds
3: ridiculous. You have to talk about so I
2: know No, no, no. Say it again. Alright. He said, D-Ray, I will check. Yes. I put out an album put out a mixtape. Yeah, your shit pop, you put out a mixtape. I get another Casimino <laughs> It's fun being drunk, isn't it? D-O? has got the right This album, you talking about.
0: I covered it. I made a video. And, um, yo, got a little bit of flack. You know? Got a little bit of, you know, haters hating on me online. Trashing my video. Not everybody, but, you know significant amount, you know what I mean? Now, first of all, I've been podcasting for many a year now, all right? And never, never in all my years of podcasting have I experienced such a disrespect, disregard for my craft and my talent and my efforts, all right? I bust my ass, I put my ass on the line every fucking couple of days or whatever, weeks or months and whenever I remember to, you know? So, I be putting my ass on the line semi-regularly and Regularly enough, putting my ass on the line to entertain motherfuckers like you. Now, not the good eggs. Not the good eggs I'm yelling at here. I'm talking about these play hating freaks who wanted to comment and trash my fucking video. Club Shay Shay, uh, what was it? D-Ray, Dave and D-Ray on stage catfight, trash in my videos. Never in my podcasting history have I experienced such disrespect and disregard for my efforts and craft. At the podcasting game. Now I don't want to sit here and bore you to dog dick death with complaints and grievances. I don't want to complain. I don't want to squawk about it. You know what I mean? I don't want to throw you no guilt trip. You know? If you had a shred of decency, you would be bigging me up. Saying, you know, hey, here's a guy who's pretty funny. And, you know, his impersonations are pretty funny. First of all, I don't practice these fucking things. I just spit them. If I wouldn't sat down and practice the...
1: Guess what? My name is Cat Williams, you know. Hey, what's going on, Atlanta? It's raining, it's snowing, it's foggy. A pimp don't know what to wear. You gotta love your life, motherfucker. You gotta love your life. It's a consortium. You know, these niggas be acting out in groups and cliques. It ain't no coincidence. It's a consortium.
0: You know, if I was sitting around all dog dick day... Going over Cat Williams impersonations, and maybe I would be the best Cat Williams impersonator that ever lived. But that's not what I do, buddy. All right? For all you fucking play hating freaks out there who wanna trash and talk shit about my videos, all right? Whatever. It's an all right Cat Williams impersonation. Eat it, pal. All right? First of all. And if you had any decency, a shred of decency in you, you know, you'd be bigging me up and, you know, hey, hey there, king. What's up, king? Go do your thing. Keep grinding, player. No, they want to trash my stuff, right? And, you know, I don't want to lay no guilt trip. I don't want to whine, complain, guilt trip anyone. You know, that's not my style. And that's between you and God. It's between you and God. If you want to trash my shit, I don't want to give you no guilt trip. It's between you and God. All right? Now... First off, 99% of people watched the video, Dave Chappelle, D. Ray Davis, hashing it out on stage about the Cat Williams interview, I watched the video through the same lens as 99.9% of people, you know, I don't know them niggas. You know, I don't fucking know them, niggas. You you people don't know them. I don't know them. I don't know these niggas. I don't know these motherfuckers. You know, I don't know them. I don't know them. You know, Dave, a goat, a legend, probably my favorite comedian. I put him right up there with Rodney Dangerfield. Hey, you know, hey, you know, my wife, that's another one, you know, uh. You know, we pray after we eat. You know, my wife told me, come home, she's naked. I went home, there was nobody there. Meh. You know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, um... My mother, she never loved me. She never breastfed me. She said she liked me as a friend. Meh. You know? Rodney Dangerfield, one of my favorites. I, I put him and Dave Chappelle right up there. You know, top of my list. And, um... You know, so Dave's like one of my favorite comics, if not my favorite comic, he's a goat. Then D-Ray Davis, very successful comedian. A lot of people have heard of him. I've heard of him. It would be like such a, like a win or an opportunity or just a good lesson for me to like, you know, pick his brain, hear about his career. You know what I mean? He's somebody worthwhile in comedy, you know, but I don't know these niggas. I don't know them as much as any of you motherfuckers, you know? And people be talking like they know him. Oh, stick to the story. Talk about this. You don't know them. I don't know them. All right? And Dave, 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 D-Ray, if you guys are listening, I would love to go on tour with you guys. I would love to open for you. You know, I'll go and run and get your KFC or whatever the hell you want to do. You know, I mean, you know, I'll be the the bat boy. You know what I mean? I'll be the water boy. I'll, you know, hey, 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 we're talking goat, you know, Dave Chappelle. I mean, I would love to be in that orbit. Facts are facts, man. I don't know that, nigga. You know? And I ain't no clout-chasing punk bitch anyways. You know what I mean? Like all you play-hating freaks commented on my video. I ain't no clout chaser. There ain't no hand-me-outs. There ain't no hand-me-downs in my world. I'll bust my ass day and night. You know, I'll make it on my own. I don't need no motherfucker to fucking do something for me. I'll do it myself. But Dave, if you are listening, I I would love to... Or D-Ray, you know, if, if you guys are listening. I mean, love to, you know... you know, I'll, I don't know, whatever you want me to do, hold your joke book, run and get your KFC, you know, um, you know, weed out the groupies, uh, that groupie, you can come into the club, that groupie, fucking beat it, you know, like, I'll organize groupies, I'll carry your fucking joke book, whatever, whatever you guys need, you know what I mean? But, um, but, uh, you know, but the main thing, be is that I, I do my own damn thing, I do my own work, I don't need no fucking buddy to tell me what to do, buddy, you know? Anyway, I'm like most people. I saw the fucking video. It was interesting. It was entertaining. I watched it. And I talked about it. And and then, you know, you got these commenters online acting as if, like, they have some kind of inside scoop. Some skinny on the ordeal. By the way, which they didn't give me credit for. Now, I made a very interesting point in my video. I said, you know... Something about this video is um, a little suspect, a little gray area, because it didn't seem like a traditional stand-up comedy show. I said that. I said that in my video, right? I'm like, there's a gray area here. It doesn't seem like a typical stand-up comedy show. You got comedians on the stage. Sometimes comedy shows have theme nights, various different types of way in which They interact with the audience. Maybe there's a theme. Maybe there's skits. Maybe it's a back and forth um, kind of a comedy jam thing. Whatever, right? Didn't seem like a typical show. Well, upon further investigation, I was watching Gary Owen. Gary Owen's podcast. Gary Owen, he has a podcast. And he knows Dave a little bit, knows D-Ray a little bit. And he shed some light on um, the whole improv comedy night you know and again this isn't confirmed this is just you know a little bit more insight
4: into the situation here's a little clip it's been three weeks since the cat interview and there's still remnants and there's still like debris from it uh i was watching a youtube video where somebody must have bootlegged or they snuck uh dave Chappelle. And D-Ray and Deon Cole were on stage together. And I'm guessing it was D-Ray's Monday night. D-Ray does Monday nights at improv. He's been... That that Monday nights at improv has been going on for probably 25 years. And D-Ray's probably been the regular host there the last 15 at least, I bet, years. And uh, so here's the thing about D-Ray. And I love, I love D-Ray to death. But don't go... To the improv on Monday, if you're a decent name comedian and think you're just gonna sit in the audience. d has a D-Ray has a way of sneaking you up on that stage, and then you're stuck. And then the crowd gives you a big smile, and then you gotta tell some jokes. Did it to me a couple times on Monday nights. So it was interesting. Like Dave went up there, and D-Ray was hosting, and Dave came up. And it was it was it was some cool little banner. And then Dave started going in on cat. He started talking about cat's thing and everything, and then D-Ray was disagreeing with Dave. It, well, I wasn't watching it to agree or disagree. I was actually enjoying the banter interaction because it never got disrespectful, It never got like "How dare you say that." Dave gave his point of view, and D-Ray gave his point of view, and as I'm I, as I watch it, I'm sitting there going, "Okay." I see where Dave's coming from, and I see where D-Ray's coming from. You see? I made the same
0: observation from my experience as a stand-up comedian, all right? So fuck y'all motherfucking player hating freaks commenting on my video saying, oh, you talk too much, oh, blah, blah, blah. Well, I would like to see... You would never have deciphered that. You would never have came up with that in a million years, buddy. I'm the one who... Well, one of the people, anyway, who saw that as, hey, there's something kind of fishy going on about this whole setup. Something kind of fishy going on. As Gary said, it's a, it was a Monday night show, potentially, possibly, Monday night show at the Improv. D-Ray's the host. It's D-Ray's show. It's D-Ray's night. So D-Ray's the man on that night, and he brings people up if he can, right? And he's on the stage, other comedians are on the stage. It was kind of like a somewhat of a open, not an open forum, but there was a loose kind of feeling to it. And again, I don't fucking know. I don't know them niggas. I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. Like you, just like you dummies. I don't know what the hell happened. I wasn't there, but it seemed very loosey goosey and nobody gave me credit for that and all their play hate and trashing that they did on my video. You know what I mean? They just uh, oh blah blah blah. Da, 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 da. Hey, I made a very good point, you know, and why that point is significant is because it then adds context, adds context to their onstage um, kerfuffle, because it's like, you know, it's one thing if if it's a kind of like a comedy jam where people are free to speak and everything's loose and D-Ray's the host and it's kind of his show and um, you know he can run it how he likes and you know it's not a traditional stand-up comedy set where it's like you know you pay whatever you pay for a Dave Chappelle ticket and he's on there doing Dave Chappelle for an hour and a half it seemed as if he just jumped up there to do a guest set on a comedy theme night and him and D-Ray chopped it up a little bit. You know? I saw that. A lot of you dummies out there, you would have never guessed that. You would never have deciphered that in a million years. You know what I mean? You would have just been like, oh, some comic rushed the stage and stood up and started beefing with Dave Chappelle. It's like, well, from my experience, I'm like, wait, the setup of the whole Comedy Night Bit Suspect to begin with. That's right. And... Um, <clears throat> You know, Gotta take a sip of water. You dummy's been getting my throat all agitated. Stomach's growling too. You get hungry, you get tired, you get thirsty. Dealing with you fucking peasants online. And you want to know what I've been talking about? Alright, well let's get into it. Let's read a couple of your dumb comments. You know, you guys are so fucking smart. You know every little damn fucking thing that ever happened. You know, oh, you know, there's, you know, blah, this and that, and da, 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 and, You know, you learn how to do your comments this way. Learn how to do your videos this way. Do it this way, do it that way. I us get into some of your comments. Because they're so, they're so necessary. As I said, never in my fucking... History of podcasting. Have I ever had to deal with such nonsense, child, childish ass wiping? And by the way, this is a fake cigarette. It's a dummy cigarette. It's just um, rolled up oregano. It's theater. Just like my whole um, agitation and concern regarding you and your Dumbo fucking comments. It's just theater. It's just performance. But what the hell would you dummies know about that anyways? You guys wouldn't know what the fuck a fucking performance was if it came up and swapped you in the fucking butt. All right? Half you dummy ignoramuses couldn't shine my fucking shoes when it comes to this performing shit. Yet you got all this fucking opinion about it. Well, you know, this dummy cigarette here is a fake performance. And this whole riled up blah, 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 blah thing I'm doing is a performance as well. It's craft. It's art. It's talent. What would you dummies know about that anyways? I'm not even mad. I don't even care. Look, look. One minute I'm screeching and yelling about it and performing and squawking about it. Very funny, very intense, very engaging. Like, believe me, an acting coach once told me I was intense. I was like in this acting class once and I was doing my thing and I was chopping it up because I'm a trained actor. And they're like, wow, Jonathan's really intense. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I'm talented. You know? So, like, one minute I could be fucking the most, you know, King Kong ain't got shit on me. Next minute I could just talking like this. Whatever, right? I'm a performer. I smoke uh, fake cigarettes. I have um, the ability to perform and emotion You know, be, being an actor and being a performer, a stage performer, theatrical or comedic, it's really about building an emotional inner life. Can you produce a certain type of... Um, you know, some... Do you have a motor in you that can produce these emotional, um, you know, inner life? To play a character of comedic talents, to play a character of dramatic talents. But what would you dummies know about that shit anyway, you fucking says. Let me read these uh, comments, some of these here. You know... Uh, you know, fake cigarettes. <clears throat> fake cigarettes to go with this fake ass news Your stupid comments let's get into it here what do we got
1: <clears throat> impersonation's not even close just stick to the story which is already incoherently being told Jesus
0: Christ some dummy wrote to me here's my response here's my response I say um sorry typing shit everywhere here. um I say, uh, you're a liar and you hate that I'm doing something whilst your bum ass ain't doing nothing. My cat impersonation is at least close, you big cheat. My Dave one wasn't so hot, I just spit it off the dome. Stick to the story. What kind of inside scoop do you have? What do you know about this story? I'm probably the only comedian you've ever talked to, and I think you're a loser not worth knowing, you bum. You're nasty, mean-spirited, and you tried to hurt my feelings you asked for this buddy like comment like comment share and subscribe that was my response to one idiot um what else did i what else happened here some more of these comments um yet you decided to share your opinion someone criticized me for sharing my opinion they wrote yet you decide to share your opinion my reply was um What did I say? I said, um, yes, stupid. I decided to do that. And yeah, I decided to share my opinion and dummy. Oh, here, this is one of my favorites. (laughs) Some asshole wrote pro tip. Stop talking so damn much. First of all, it's a podcast. What else would you be doing on a podcast other than talking? Anyway, some dummy wrote, Pro tip, stop talking so damn much. And I wrote, Pro tip, go stick your head in a bucket, jerkwad. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. (laughs) Impressions are not your thing, some dildo wrote. My reply was, Why are you so interested in my thing, you creep? Look, I'm a talented comedian. If you want to share and subscribe, that'd be cool. Or else, beat it. Told one commenter to beat it. So. You know, I guess in retrospect, or going through this right now, it really wasn't that big of a deal. (laughs) You know, but, you know... You get a little annoyed after a while, you know? People talking shit about you and... I guess... I don't know. I just decided to fire back a little bit. Gets on your nuts after a while, you know what I mean?
2: Senator, they say, he cat was talking about shit that niggas did to other niggas, but not about anything that niggas did to him. If I told my story... It would break your heart. Your heart. If I told my story, it would break your heart. I lost everything and never, ever told on anybody. And this nigga is the arbiter of truth. Cat, listen, I fuck with Cat hard. And wreck. t But, 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 but. Wait, 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 wait. D-Ray, just tell me. What part of the game fucks up another nigga's paper? And wreck. What part T- of the G- game G- is about telling on another nigga? Uh, not- Tiffany Haddish is living something heavy and as clumsy as she is. I don't disagree with Kat. He be telling the real shit. And hey, wreck. This one's fucked T- up this G- way and that one's fucked up this way. Yes, nigga, that is true. But why would you say that? Because all of us are trying to be in a better situation. Can we get so over
3: it? So, right, so God was, open said, the window, open no, no, the window, This room stinks. I wanna be, be, be as respectful as possible, so I'm telling you this, so once someone called you, they said D-Ray said it was good for the culture, but they tell you why D-Ray said it was good for the culture. It wasn't because I felt, I also said, what Cat said, what he said, a lot of personal stuff, that has nothing to do with comedy, but the funny shit is funny. It's funny that nigga said- Oh no, it was funny, <laughs> I'm not saying, <telling, laughs> no, no, wait a minute. I'm not saying it that's
2: wasn't that's funny. funny. That's just funny. So, <laughs> I, what did I say? <laughs> I said a master shift
3: could right, right, right. so be nice friends. Good so again, like, me, I stand by that. Me and I have another conversation later about all the bulk of what you said, but I'm gonna break down to you ask me why you did shit and your ability to do shit. No, no,
2: wait, wait. No, you don't, Jack. stop, Dang,
3: no, no, stop with talk. the semantics. It's only fair, it's only fair. Okay. You, said, you said tell okay. you a paragraph and I'll even Right. Go ahead. All right. All right. Go ahead. All Go all ahead. 22. Can I tell you my story? <laughs> Read that That's all I'm, saying though, but I'm all I'm saying is that, right? The things you did, the way that you move, you know not to never do that to somebody because of the way you were raised, because how you come from, because you have forty years in. You said longer than anybody's been doing time. You said standard, so your way of moving is different. So, Cat's way of the way he came in, the way he came in is different. So, I'm not making excuses for him, because I don't I don't think everything was right. I'm just saying, Dave, though, you're a superhero. And when you're a superhero, you can't move the same way. If you're a superhero, the way you are, you can't just flex your superpower for no reason, because you do have stories about everybody, probably some personal stories about people. No, 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 no. I hear what you're saying.
2: Right. What is the difference? Wait, wait, wait! Hear me out. No you one know. sat him down. No one sat
0: in front of real. No one yeah. sat me down, baby. No and one right sat me down. TV. What the fuck? My thoughts, in general, regarding the Dave Chappelle, D. Ray Davis, little kerfuffle on stage. I would watched the video several times since. In, prepar- in preparing for this video. And, you know, I've come to the conclusion that, you know, first of all, it was a gray area in terms of performance. It wasn't a typical stand-up comedy show, so the parameters were different. D-Ray interrupted Dave, but it had a loose kind of flow to it. There was some banter back and forth It never really got too heated or too disrespectful, though it is Comedy 101 the last thing a comedian wants is to be interrupted on stage. So it was kind of strange to see the GOAT, Dave Chappelle, being interrupted that way. But apparently, allegedly, again, I don't know the full facts, it was apparently, allegedly, D. Ray Davis hosting his Monday night show at the Improv. It had a loose kind of feel to it. So he jumped in and they chopped it up. So, it was all somewhat loose and and in good fun. All pretty loose, all pretty much in good fun. Um, In terms of Dave's perspective, Dave being the GOAT, Dave being a major voice in comedy, I personally think he didn't say too much. He made some funny quips about Cedric the Entertainer, and then he basically said, look, Cat, you shouldn't behave that way, you shouldn't say the things you say, get over it. We're all in this together as black comics, why are you trying to cut out another man's paper, whatever, get over it, which I don't really agree with. And Dave wasn't 100% accurate on some of Cat's statements and grievances and opinions. He skipped over a lot of things. He mixed up the whole... um, Didn't mix it up, but... Well, I guess, yeah, he kind of did mix it up. He said that Cat didn't um, go after the white comedians, which he did. He went after the Train by Day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. He went after um, Joe Rogan, Cat Williams,
1: you know? Joe don't want me on there. He's putting on the same six niggas that ain't ever been funny.
0: You know, he goes after Joe and... You know, I'm a Joe Rogan fan as well. So that's still on the table. Will Cat Williams podcast with Joe Rogan? Because, you know, as a Rogan fan myself, a lot of people would like to see that. So that's basically it, you know. Um, And um, the little, yeah, the, the D. Ray Davis and Dave Chappelle fight, cat fight, kerfuffle, all in good fun, all in good humor, kind of a weird, offbeat night, and Dave's opinion was a little thin, lacking the uh, insight that he usually has. Though, that's just my opinion. Obviously, Dave is in a different position. He knows things that I don't know. He actually personally knows all of these people that Kat was talking about and beefing with. So obviously his perspective is going to be a lot more valuable and a lot more meaningful than the 99.9% of you dummies that commented on my video. And, you know, I guess probably 90% more um, valid than my opinion or 99% more valuable than my opinion. See, your guys' opinion is 99.99% stupid and mine is 99% stupid. So I'm somewhat smarter than your dumb ass. So, hey. And God bless all y'all that did like, and view, and subscribe. Um, You know, it's all fun. You know, it's all in good humor. As I said, I'm a performer. I'm an artist. It's water off a duck's ass. Quack! (coughs) You know, whatever. And I want to leave off on this, in regards to um, performing. You know, I joked, and I chuckled, and I kidded a little bit about the... um, hostility and anger and grievances that I had regarding these, uh, comments. And, um, you know, you know, I'm a Christian man and, um, I believe in God and I believe in his son Christ. And, um, a lot of what Kat was going on about was how there's a lot of fake phony liars and a lot of behind the scenes nonsense and a lot of treachery in comedy. And I saw a parallel in some of his words to something that I really enjoy from the man himself, Jesus Christ. So check this out. This is Luke 1940. Luke 1940. Well, it's really Luke 1928. And it's Jesus' triumphant entry. This is when Jesus is entering Jerusalem. After telling this story, Jesus went on toward Jerusalem, walking ahead of his disciples. As he came to the towns of Bethphage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives, he sent two disciples ahead. Go into the village over there, he told them. As you enter it, you will see a young donkey tied there that no one has ever written. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks, why are you untying that colt? Just say, the Lord needs it. So they went and they found the colt, just as Jesus had said. And sure enough, as they were untying it, the owners asked them, why are you untying that colt? And the disciples simply replied, the Lord needs it. So they brought the colt to Jesus. <coughs> So they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their garments over it for him to ride on. As he rode along, the crowd spread out their garments on the road ahead of him. When he reached the place where the road started down the Mount of Olives, all the followers began to shout and sing as they walked along, praising God for all the wonderful miracles they had seen. Blessing on the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in in highest heaven. But some of the Pharisees among the crowd said, Teacher, rebuke the followers for saying things like that. He replied, If they kept quiet, the stones along the road would burst out into cheers. That's what our Savior said. The Pharisees were telling his supporters... The supporters of Christ were cheering and praising the Lord, right? And the Pharisees said, Hey, stop them! Shut them up! Shut them up from cheering! And Christ said, If they kept quiet, the stones along the road would burst into cheers. The stones along the road, the boulders along the road, would crack open and burst into cheers. In other words, you can't silence the truth. You can't silence a true applause. The stones along the road would burst out into cheers. That is gangster. Christ said that. One of the many gangster things he said. You know? Give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Give to God what is God. You know? If I were truly the king... Of the Jews, they would come and claim me. Here, here's some wine. Go get drunk. Let's get drunk. Like, Christ said a lot of cool things, right? Let's get drunk and drink wine and shit. Like, he... You know what I mean? And this is just one of them. If the the stones along the road would burst into cheers. And that's so, like, befitting of the whole Cat situation. Cat Williams situation. Not to compare that little... <laughs> that uh, legendary comedian to Christ himself. But, um... You know, that just goes to say, the truth will always come out. So, I don't know, I thought that was just very fitting. God bless Cat Williams, Dave Chappelle, and D. Ray Davis. Continue doing your thing, and, um, you know, God bless. And, wrapping this up, um, what's going on with me? What's up in my world? Um, if you know, if you don't know, if you may or not know, I am an actor extraordinaire. been of the Bone, ladies and gentlemen. Damn proud of it. You know what I mean? And, uh, I recently, um, did something in my career that was a long time coming. Um, I, uh, I don't want to speak too much about it because it kind of falls under the, falls under the guise or the, it falls under the column of trade secrets. So I don't want to be talking too much about my trade secrets, you know. Believe it or not, I learned a few things during my, uh, you know, during my service as an actor, as an actor. I learned a few things. So um, I don't want to give up my trade secrets, but I recently achieved a milestone. I put in the work. I put in the effort. I sweat it out. I sweated it out. And um, I, uh, I made a move forward. I, uh, I took a shot, a big shot at something. And it didn't quite turn out the way I wanted. I don't really know what I wanted, but I kind of wanted more of a feedback, more of a reaction, more of a conversation. Yeah, more of a conversation was really like what I wanted. I didn't really have any end goal in mind, just for the, for the shot, for the uh, effort that I made to, have, to lead to more conversation in regards to my career, which didn't happen. Um, the conversation just kind of fell flat on its face, though I took my shot. I took my shot, I reached out for an opportunity, and I was pretty much shut down um, in that situation. So this was something that was a long time coming for me. I was very happy and fortunate to, um, finally reach it. And right now, I feel very grateful for having the experience of that. And I'm very optimistic moving forward. It's like I've been set free from this, um, situation because it's a situation that a lot of actors find themselves in and again i don't want to give off too much trade secrets here i just want to keep doing what i do and um turn the other cheek and uh you know not cry about my grievances or whatever it was just a great learning experience i did it it was a milestone and i'm moving forward and um you know this is all fitting in with uh a lot of the themes of jonathan Ramchand, on the podcast We're on episode 248 right now. Um, From day one, I was talking about, you know, my performing and just overcoming in life in general. That's probably been the major theme, overcoming in life in general. And um, yeah, went through this situation and uh, I've overcome, jumped over some hurdles and I'm on to greener pastures, I'd like to believe you know um as an actor as an artist and I thank you very much for your viewership and your listenership if you have weathered this far and if you've been you know checking in from time to time with what I'm all about here uh at Jonathan Ramchurn, the podcast it's very much appreciated and um and uh and I'd like to thank God you know my creator you know it really does put things into perspective you know um, just really puts things into perspective. So it's a beautiful day wrapping up the podcast. I'm gonna enjoy reviewing it. I'm gonna enjoy editing it I'm gonna enjoy the rest of the day and uh, what what um, whatever you have whatever you have. For you to do today, I, I wish you all the best. Just enjoy it. And uh, somebody gave me a good quote one time. I believe the quote was from Warren Zevon. You know the singer. I saw Lonnie. Ch- I saw I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand, walking down the streets of Soho in the rain. He said he was going to a place called Li Ho Fro- to get a big dish of beef chow mein ah werewolves of London Ah-hoo, ah werewolves of London Warren Zevon So I believe this is a quote from Warren Zevon Enjoy every sandwich Because you never know when it's your last bite or something like that. Something about eating a sandwich and enjoying it and choking on a sandwich or some shit. You know? Ah hoo! Werewolves of London. That was a great quote from Warren Zevon, someone once told me. So God bless. Godspeed. Hallelujah. It's your old chuckle Buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan. Signing off from this podcast. On February 3rd in the year of our Lord, 2024. Yeah, D, Dave, D-Ray, Cat Williams. You know, stuff that dreams are made of, kid. My acting endeavors. Used condoms on a bus. It's all food for thought. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, YouTube, YouTube. Clips available on Rumble, my own website, Janathan Ramcharan.com. And as always, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, please help my black ass out. Share me with a friend. Till next time, folks, you live it, you love it, you realize it. Alright. Peace.